In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart and confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. I said I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord, and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin. O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess unto thee all my sins and iniquities with which I have ever offended thee, and justly deserve thy temporal and eternal punishment. But I am heartily sorry for them, and sincerely repent of them. And I pray thee of thy boundless mercy, and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death of thy beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor, sinful being. Upon this your confession, I, by virtue of my office, as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God unto all of you. And in the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all of your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The earth is full of the steadfast love of the Lord. Alleluia. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. Alleluia. Shout for joy in the Lord, O you righteous. Praise befits the upright. Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope in his steadfast love, that he may deliver their soul from death and keep them alive in famine. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The earth is full of the steadfast love of the Lord. Alleluia. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. Alleluia. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Glory be to God on high, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. We praise thee, we bless thee, we worship thee, we glorify thee, we give thanks to thee for thy great glory. O Lord, heavenly King, God the Father Almighty, O Lord, the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, O Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, that takest away the sin of the world, have mercy upon us. Thou that takest away the sin of the world, 
receive our prayer. Thou that sittest at the right hand of God the Father, have mercy upon us. For thou only art holy, thou only art the Lord. Thou only, O Christ, with the Holy Ghost, art most high in the glory of God the Father. Amen. The Lord be with you and with thy spirit. Let us pray. O God, through the humiliation of your Son, you raised up the fallen world. Grant to your faithful people, rescued from the peril of everlasting death, perpetual gladness and eternal joys. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament reading from Misery Cordias Domini, the third Sunday of Easter, is from Ezekiel chapter 34, beginning at the 11th verse. For thus says the Lord God, Behold, I, I myself will search for my sheep and will seek them out. As a shepherd seeks out his flock, when he is among his sheep that have been scattered, so will I seek out my sheep, and I will rescue them from all places where they have been scattered on a day of clouds and thick darkness. And I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the countries, and I will bring them into their own land. And I will feed them on the mountains of Israel by the ravines, and in all the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them with good pasture, and on the mountain heights of Israel shall be their grazing land. There they shall lie down in good grazing land, and on rich pasture they shall feed on the mountains of Israel. I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep, and I myself will make them lie down, declares the Lord. I will seek the lost, and I will bring back the strayed, and I will bind up the injured, and I will strengthen the weak, and the fat and the strong I will destroy. I will feed them in justice. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistle is from 1 Peter chapter 2 beginning at the 21st verse. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example, so that you might follow in his steps. He committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but continued entrusting himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. 
By his wounds you have been healed. For you were strained like sheep, but now have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hallelujah! The Lord was made known to them in the breaking of the bread. Hallelujah! I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me. Hallelujah! The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 10th chapter. Glory be to thee, O Lord. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He who is a hireling and not a shepherd, whose own, sh own the sheep are not, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees because he is a hireling and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. As the Father knows me and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. And I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also and they will heed my voice. So there shall be one flock, one shepherd. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise be to you, O Christ. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Ghost of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again according to the scriptures and ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of the Father. And he shall come again with glory to judge both the quick and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. And I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Lord and giver of life, 
who proceedeth from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spake by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Oh, 
rest to thy praise. World without In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. What does it mean to be called good? We often speak of things being either good or bad. But what does it mean? What does it mean to call something good? When we call a thing good, we usually mean that it is pleasant or useful. Things that are bad are unpleasant, not useful. Good smells are those that are enjoyed and maybe even bring up memories of the kitchen and holidays. Bad smells are those that fill the nostrils with nastiness that cause one to cough and sputter as we try and get rid of it from our nose. A good hammer is one that can be used to drive nails into wood. A bad hammer is one that cannot do its intended function and must then be gotten rid of. Good can also speak of action. A good child is one who is obedient and listens to their parents, while a bad child is one who is disobedient and doesn't listen. Good weather is that which can be enjoyed. Bad weather is that which is gray and overcast, rainy and unpleasant. But what then does it mean to be called the Good Shepherd? It's not just a simple difference between good and bad, but rather there are things which the Good Shepherd does that no other shepherd is able to do. The Good Shepherd is distinct, different from all the others. And as we hear in our Gospel lesson. Jesus takes this title upon himself. I am the good shepherd. There is no other but him. But Christ doesn't just tell us that he is the good shepherd, but also what it means to be so. He does not just take this title upon himself, but also defines what it means. So then, let us consider this morning what it means to call Jesus our Good Shepherd. Now, the things which the shepherd does that make him good have more to do with actions than with attributes. He is not described this way because there are certain things within him that make him that way. Now, certainly these attributes are important. 
They cannot be ignored. But when Jesus describes what it is to be the good shepherd, he does it by actions. Actions done by the good shepherd. Those done on behalf of the sheep, towards the sheep that make it so. We must keep in mind, though, it is his attributes which caused these actions to be taken. It is his love and grace and mercy that spurned him to do those actions which he described in John chapter 10. It is his great love for the sheep that moved him. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. This is the first of these actions with which the shepherd has taken. He lays down his life for the sheep. This is a phrase that is said not just in this verse, but repeated again in verse 15. And if we extend our reading just a bit, is repeated yet another time in verses 17 and 18. There with an addendum. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. Four times in short succession, Jesus speaks of the sacrificial death of the shepherd on behalf of the sheep. It is why the shepherd has come. It is the work for which he was incarnate of the Virgin Mary. He came that he might lay down his life on behalf of mankind to do that work which man cannot do, fulfill the, law, the demands of the law on our behalf. He paid the price for our sins. This he did as he took upon himself those sins, as he went to the cross. And this in sharp contrast to the hired hand. Here, the Lord is mostly speaking of the Pharisees and religious leaders of the Jews who were in the crowds hearing his teaching. He who is a hired hand and not a shepherd who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. He flees because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. Now, we learn in this passage a little bit about those hired hands but we learn just as much, if not more, about the shepherd. Because these leaders, these hired hands, cared more about themselves than they did the people, they would abandon the people to the wolves, to the false teachers, to the deceptions of the evil one. They only wanted to garner for themselves that which they could have in this life the possessions and mammon of this world. So they left the sheep and went after their own gods. 
The good shepherd instead lays down his life for the sheep. He does this of his own accord. He cares and loves for the sheep to the extent that he would lay down his life for them. He cares and loves for you to the extent that he would lay down his life for you. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. He does not run and flee like the hired hand who does not care at all. Instead, he took up the cross that he might shed his blood for us. By his work and merit upon this cross, we, his sheep, now have forgiveness of sins and reconciliation with the Father. But he did not just lay down his life. For he says, I have authority to lay it down, and I have authority to take it up again. Even as he died upon the cross, and was placed in the tomb. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. This, that we might have life in his name. We who have been baptized have died with Christ and have been raised to new life in him. We now live in Christ and his spirit dwells within us. The chains of death rent asunder. The power of death destroyed the sting of death ripped apart. In Christ we have victory. In the risen Lord we have life. He has been raised from the dead, and we too shall rise on the last day. A second aspect of the Good Shepherd is knowing. I am the Good Shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. There is this specific relationship between the shepherd and his sheep. This knowing is more than mere head knowledge. It involves the heart and the soul. To love him with heart mind, soul, and strength. Christ describes this close relationship between the shepherd and sheep by comparison to the relationship between the Father and himself. It is an intimate relationship where the shepherd takes care of and provides for the sheep. He has merited for us forgiveness and eternal life given to us his own spirit that we might come to know and believe in the grace and mercy of God in Christ Jesus. He has given to us his own word that we might hear his voice spoken to us. This voice we listen to, follow after in this life. We are his sheep. We follow and listen to the good shepherd. He knows us and we know him. In this way, Peter can say in our epistle lesson, for to this you have been called, because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example, so that you might follow in his steps. He committed no sin, 
neither was deceit found in his mouth. When he was reviled, he did not revile in turn. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but continued entrusting himself to him who judges justly. As the sheep of the good shepherd, it changes how we live in this life as we go about in this world. The shepherd suffered cross and trial in this life and did not revile or threaten. He rather trusted in the Father who would judge justly. He did as the Father willed that we might have salvation. As his sheep, we are called to live in a similar manner in this life. And though we obviously cannot live it perfectly as he did, Christ is the only one who could do so. But in our dealings with those around us, the Lord would have us follow after him, the one who opened not his mouth. In our dealings with one another, let us deal in mercy and grace that has been shown to us. And this, in turn, brings us to a third aspect. And I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. And there will be one flock, one shepherd. The good shepherd shall gather all the sheep from the ends of the earth into one flock. All those who listen to the voice of the shepherd, who are known by him and know him, shall be brought into the flock of Christ. Often in our American context, we can start to see the flock of Christ as pretty small. It's only this little group around here. It's only us, here and now. But as the word goes out, as the church goes out to proclaim the gospel of Christ, the good shepherd brings into his fold the multitude of the nations, the great flock made up of all people from all nations, all tribes and peoples and languages, a flock that stretches from the very beginning throughout all time until Christ comes again in victory. This is the great flock of our Lord that stretches throughout the entire world, throughout time, back from Adam and Eve until he comes again in glory. With these we are united. With these we are one in Christ Jesus brothers and sisters, adopted of our Heavenly Father. All these Christ has bound into one people, his own people, his own body. Brothers, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped, which each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself in love. There is one body and one spirit, just as you are called to the one hope 
that belongs to your call. We have been brought together in baptism to be one body of Christ. We now dwell within him. And all his sheep are united into one flock. No matter where we are, no matter what disagreements we may have amongst ourselves, we are of one flock, of one shepherd. Our unity comes not in anything that we do of ourselves, but rather it comes in the Good Shepherd. We who have been grafted under the vine are one because of Christ our Lord. Let us then treat each other as the one body of Christ. Let us deal with each other in grace and in mercy. Christ is the Good Shepherd. Christ is our good shepherd. The good shepherd laid down his life for us, his sheep, that in him we might have forgiveness of sins. He has taken it up again that we might have everlasting life. The good shepherd knows his sheep as we know and listen to his voice. He has united us all unto himself. Christ is our good shepherd. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia and amen. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the peace that is from above and the well-being of the churches of Christ and for the godly unity of Christendom, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For this holy house and for those who in faith, piety, and the fear of God offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For Matthew and Eric, our shepherds and bishops in Christ, for all pastors and teachers and all people, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For our nation and all our people, for our president and Congress, our governor and legislature, our judges and magistrates, and all who serve in public office, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the sick and the sorrowing, for those who mourn, for those in need and distress, for the homebound and the infirm, for those to whom death is drawing near, and for us all, that when our last hour shall come, we may depart this life in the confidence of the sure faith, the consolation of a right, devout, and holy hope, and in the communion of Christ's holy church, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Recalling those who have gone before us in the faith and rejoicing to share with them in the Sabbath rest, 
which Christ has won for his people, that together with them we may be found faithful in the day of judgment and rejoice in the day of the resurrection of the dead. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. And we pray for all people at this time. Almighty God, merciful Father, your thoughts are not our thoughts, your ways are not our ways. In your wisdom, you have permitted this great sickness to befall us. We implore you, let not the hearts of your people despair, nor our faith fail us, but sustain and comfort us. Direct our efforts to attend the sick, console the bereaved, and protect the helpless. Bring hope and healing that we may find relief and restoration. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. We pray for Brian Zortman as he is recovering in the ICU. Almighty everlasting God, the eternal salvation of them that believe, hear our prayers on behalf of Brian, who is recovering in the ICU, for whom we implore the aid of thy mercy, that being restored to health, he may render thanks to thee in thy church. Through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Ghost, one God, now and forever. Amen. We pray also for the Nolan family as they mourn the death of Ed Nolan. Have compassion, O Lord, upon all who mourn and upon all who are lonely and desolate, especially those who mourn the death of Ed. Give them such earthly solace as thou seekest to be best for them. Bring them to a fuller knowledge of thy love and wipe away all their tears. For the sake of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespassed against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you and with thy spirit. Bless we the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Amen. Amen. Amen.